Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Dan Waltz, CIO at MidMichigan Health. In this segment, Waltz talks about why you need to empower your staff while also holding them accountable, how he uses patient care as a motivator, and the toughest part of being a CIO in today's world. Now, this is your first CIO position, so um, were there, was there anyone you kind of turned to for, uh, I don't know, a little bit of advice or anything like that, just to, because it is, it, it is a different animal? Well, actually, this is my second CIO position, and so oh, okay. what happened is when I worked at Chelsea Community Hospital uh, from 92 to 2000, I was the head of the IT shop there, and I was a director, and the last several years I was promoted to CIO. And so that was before I went to Michigan in, in 2000. Uh, so I did have some experience, but not with the EMR. So, you know, kind of taking the EPIC project and being the lead of that gave me the clinical experience uh, that really rounded out. Uh, and my strengths prior to that were really patient accounting and finance and things like that. And and then I got the opportunity to learn the clinical systems and, and you know, kind of learn governance and, and all those kind of things that make it happen. Uh, so, but yeah, so I, you know, uh, just using people that I've worked for before as references, um, you know, Glenn Isserstadt from Trinity was a mentor of mine, Jocelyn DeWitt, who's now at University of Wisconsin Health System as CIO there, who I worked for for a number of years. And then, you know, I, I've worked with Sue Shade uh, from Partners just for uh, maybe a year or so before I came here. So we, we exchange information, you know, uh, whenever we can. Right. Okay. And, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I did see on your LinkedIn that oh, you yeah, had a no problem. CIO role. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So now how, how would you describe your, your leadership style um, and, you know, the, uh, and how it's maybe changed uh, since – or evolved a little bit since uh, you first started? Yeah, so I think uh, definitely empowerment, definitely empowerment, but also, um, you know, trust but verify, Uh, kind of the Ronald Reagan Cold War rule. Um, I think you can empower quite a bit, and, and you can trust people, and that's a very important part of a leadership relationship. But you also have to verify because, you know, you don't want to get burned by having something not happen. So I've learned to manage, uh, you know, a little more by data. I think originally I was more intuitive leader, uh, so I've become more of a data-driven leader as well as intuitive now. So a lot of times I'll ask my staff to provide dashboards, green, yellow, red, and uh, on dates of things that are supposed to happen and try to hold them accountable for those dates so that we can stay on track. I mean, just much more aggressive at trying to hit deadlines and, and trying to motivate people to really want to work in the organization. And, you know, I always think why I'm working in healthcare, and it's because if my mom, my sister, my wife, my kid comes in this health system, I want them to get the best possible care. So I use that when I talk to my staff about if this was my mom here, what would you do? And sometimes they think differently when it's one of their relatives or their wife or their kids in the health system. They think, oh, well, if that was mine, I would do this. Well, let's do that then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's yeah, that's one of the things we try to do. Oh, that's great. 
What, what do you think is uh, the toughest part about being a CIO now with everything going on? It's just working with not enough resources. I mean, there's just so many things to do, and you just don't have enough resources to do them. And I think that probably moves from the largest organization all the way down to our midsize organization to the small. You want to do so much more than you're doing. And you want to get it in so much faster so that you can help people. But, you know, uh, and then making sure you pick the right priorities. That's really a difficult thing. And spending a lot of time with people in the organization, talking to them about issues and, and so that they know you're engaged and you're interested in, in their success. Yeah, it's got to be a, a tough uh, mm-hmm. line to walk. Now, as far as, uh, you know, the, the the next year or so, what if there's anything we haven't covered any other like big priorities on your plate or things that you're focused oh, on Oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> I mean <laughs> we need to get the one system of record if we're going to continue our best of breed systems here um we have some major process problems because we don't have one system of record for the patients so that is a high priority in the meantime we are going through our strategic plan for IT and looking long-term at where we want to be in five years. And so um, I've got both short-term goals and long-term planning going on right now. And uh, so I want to fix as many things in the current system as we can, make some decisions long-term whether we really want to be best of breed or not. And with all the M&A activity happening, you know, you don't want to get caught with trying to support five or six different EMRs. <laughs> yeah. It's just not sustainable in the long run. Right, right. And then any any more, like, uh, kind of short-term uh, things you're looking at? So we're really trying to clean up the lab. Somehow the lab systems got way behind here, as well as the patient accounting system. So um, looking at improving the workflow for patients, uh, for when they come in for lab tests, and also want to get the independent physicians uh, working much better uh, with our, uh, in, when I say much better, have better interfaces with our orders and results to our lab systems. And then just looking at, you know, automating a lot of manual processes in the patient accounting area uh, and using products potentially that are transferable uh, to an Allscripts or an Epic or a Cerner or whatever, you know, whatever direction we decide to go. So if we do add, say, a Relay Health uh, insurance verification, for instance, when we already have several products in here, uh, you know, we need to pick one and then use that and make sure the contract's such that if we go to another platform, we can pick it up and move it. Right. So those are the short-term goals right now. And then, you know, just optimizing the EMR on the inpatient side, trying to keep up with meaningful use on inpatient, outpatient, uh, just tons of work going on in the organization. So, Yeah, so much going on. And then especially when you have, you know, potential M&A, that's, that, that's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely. Well, that um, segues into one of the last things I wanted to ask, and that's about work-life balance, which is, you know, something that, Obviously, we, we hear a lot it is is a significant challenge, and um, 
how 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 do you approach that just as far as you know wanting to to have some time when you're not <laughs> knee deep in all of your CIO priorities so um very interesting because i actually my wife actually lives in the ann arbor area and i have a duplex here in mid in midland and so she comes up here in the weekends or i go home on the weekends and luckily for me my three children, two of them are married, and the others are senior at Eastern Michigan, so they're older. There's no way I could have done this when my kids were younger. Uh, right. I used to coach travel baseball and basketball and varsity basketball and all those things. I would never have given those up. But now my wife is a superintendent's uh, administrative assistant in the Celine area, and she's got board meetings and she's got events she has to go to during the week. We've been married 33 years, so our marriage is strong enough where, you know, we talk to each other every day, and then we we, uh, spend the weekends together. So it's actually gone fairly well. How far away is is, uh, Ann Arbor from where you are? It's it's two hours. So, you know, if there is an emergency or something that has to happen, I can drive home, you know, after work and come back. I haven't had to do that, but it's definitely available. But that's good. You find you find you know a, a system that 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 works for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you know we are looking. The plan is to have her when she hits her retirement age, which is you know coming up fairly soon in the school system, uh, is you know finding a house here and having her move up here. So. Nice. That's currently okay. the plan. <laughs> and like this weekend, I got to see you know my. Two boys and their wives came over. My daughter came over. We had a cookout, you know. So we do have a lot of family events that we still, I'm very proud to say that our family, you know, still likes to get together. And we're actually going on vacation with them for a week in August. We rented a house up north, and uh, they're all coming to the the house for a week. So, you know, when your 28- and 26-year-old kids still come to vacation with you, it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. That's a great thing to have. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, um, we've talked about a lot. I think we've covered most of what I wanted to talk to, talk about. Okay. Um, I would. Uh, I definitely like to check back in with you at some point. See how everything's going. Especially, you know, there is so much going on that even even a little bit down the road, I'm sure we'll have more to discuss. Well, Kate, I, I really appreciate you know um, your organization, and I do go in and join you know, some of the, the webinars and also appreciate that you record them and save them. So it's it's really nice to go look at, you know, say a current event that might come up that you didn't really think applied to you and then you go back and look and here, you know, is an event that you can look at and, and listen to. So that's really helpful to the CIOs, I'm sure. Oh, that's great. Thanks. We like to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Well, um, Best of luck to you, and, uh, yeah, I definitely would like to check back. But uh, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Kate. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.